Heart on the Mic is an audio journal podcast where I share about my experiences, ambitions, motherhood, and everything in between. Through this podcast, I hope to bring insight, encourage, and empower you as you are on the pursuit of your very own heart's desires. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Heart on the Mic. I'm your host, Vanessa Arvayo, and this week I'm bringing you a guest. Her name is Lynette Cuevas. If you haven't seen her already on Instagram, I have had her on my small business spotlight and she is here with Lynette and I brought her on today so she can talk about her journey becoming a hairstylist in the midst of the pandemic and even going to Cosmo school. I know that it was quite a journey because I was also one of her like first clients, right? That yes. you tested, practiced on and stuff like that. <laughs> I went to her to dye my hair for my baby shower and get some trims. Like you actually were my saving grace. I think I got the most trims I've ever gotten one year during the pandemic just because you <laughs> needed to practice. Introduce yourself. What made you decide to go to Cosmo school where you're just like one day I just want to mm-hmm. go or what was that even process like? So... I'm Lynette. Um, I think what made me want to go was just kind of being over my job that I was at for like six years. And like looking back now, I'm like, wow, I had a job for six years. Like I was kind of young. I feel like that was kind of cool to say that. Like I held a steady job for that long. But at the same time, I was like, okay, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I got to figure something out. Like, something that I love to do because I didn't love being at the dealership. I loved it in the beginning because it was new and it was fun. But, you know, years into it, I was just like, okay, this is kind of getting old. Like, I'm not really looking forward to coming to work anymore. Like, it was just, you know, pays your bills and gets you by. So I decided to look into esthetician originally, but I missed the start date for that. And I remember, like, so clearly, too, I was in the I was in the parking lot in the back at Mazda and I had called my husband and I said, oh my God, I missed the start date for an esthetician. Like, I'm not going to be able to go. Like, just so bummed out because I just felt like I was only going to be at the dealership even longer. So I was like, what am I going to do, you know? And literally, even at Mazda, like, people knew that I didn't really want to, like, be there anymore and I was trying to go to school and all this stuff, but I just never, like, took action. So I remember I would always be in the front at the receptionist desk and I had a friend there and he would always be like, his name was Brandon. And he would always be like, oh, you're still here, Lynette. Oh my God, you're never going to leave, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yes, I am. Like, it was just kind of funny, but it was like, he was right. Like, I literally was still there. I wasn't going anywhere. And maybe it wasn't encouraging at that time, but at the same time, like, maybe that's what I needed to hear in order to like really pursue what I wanted to do. He knew so, that you outgrew the job already. He, yes, like he knew like I didn't want to do that, like, but it was just there. So looking back now, I would never think I would be a hairstylist. What made you pick cosmetology school because it was the only open enrollment at the point at that point and you're just like, I have to do something? Um, no, because time went by and I was still at my job and I it wasn't like I was desperate really. So I feel like I always knew that I liked the beauty industry. Not so much makeup because I was never really into makeup or like doing anyone else's makeup. But I remember being on Instagram 
you know, and I think I always tell this story, but it literally is like almost true that I followed this girl who is a hairstylist and I didn't follow her because I liked really her work or anything because I wasn't really into her. I more so liked like her, her lifestyle. Yeah. She was like a single mom from what it looked like. And she had a son and I had a son and obviously I wasn't single, but she looked like she got to spend time with her kid and still do things that she enjoyed. And she got to make her schedule. And I was like, that seemed fitting for me. Like, I was like, I want to make my own schedule. Like I want to be like my own boss and still be able to spend time with my son when I want to. I, I was like, what does she do? So she did hair, right? And it's like, that's in the beauty industry. And I was like, but it never came across my mind that I would enjoy that. So I remember bringing it up to John one day and I was like, hey, I think I want to do hair. And in the beginning, he was not for it. <laughs> he was like, you don't get benefits. Like you don't get like retirement, which, you know, he was right. You don't. But I was like, yeah, I know. But I, I just feel like I could do really good in that, that field. He was like, well, if that's what you want to do, then go ahead and try it. So I enrolled. What time of year was that? Or what year was that? Because I guess that that's was, an important part of the journey. So enrolling was 2019, I believe. So fall 2019. Um, but I didn't start until one week after Leo's first birthday, January of, of 2020. Yeah. Because I remember at being at Leo's party, that's when I told my friend Jade, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in Cosmo school next, next week. And I just, I remember that so clearly. Then, you know, March 2020 comes and it's the pandemic. And our whole lives literally changed. And I was not expecting that to happen. Like, I, I didn't know that I was only going to be in school on campus for eight weeks. And then from one day to the next, they told you guys to not come back to school and pack up your stuff. It was really weird. Like, I think in the beginning, we were kind of like excited. Like, oh my God, we get to get a little break. We get to go home and whatever. We didn't think it was that serious. Like, I don't think anybody thought. Next thing you know, they're like, you guys are not coming back on campus. You know, you get sent emails and like, you got to pick up your stuff. And we're just like, what is happening? Like, this is a type of class that you need to be in class for. Like, you need to work and see visually hands on for that not to be able to happen. I was like, what is going to happen? Like, this is so scary. and. Like, I guess we're just going to figure it out together. So how many months did that turn out to be? Because you guys ended up graduating virtually. How many more weeks was the rest of the class? March 16th, I believe, was my last day. I graduated on Zoom, which was so weird. And it was almost sad. Like, I think I literally got teary-eyed because I was like, wow, that is just life-changing. Like, you do the whole thing online. And it's cool because you did it. But it's like, you just were robbed of, like, that whole experience of Cosmos School. You know what I mean? But there was enough people in the class to to continue the class. And that's why they did it. Because I heard um, other schools, you know, if there wasn't, if people left, they, they didn't, they didn't get to continue the course. So I guess we were just lucky enough that we were able to continue our course and get um, our hours in. So if the ratio wasn't there, then basically a lot of people's classes got canceled. And fast forwarding to now, like, obviously, the goal that you had in mind in the beginning was to be able to have that flexibility as a mom. How does it look for you now stepping into the the world and the beauty industry? I would say it's crazy. It's competitive. It's fun and rewarding, but it's a lot. It really is. I have to be thankful too because I look back like when I first started and I wasn't busy at all. Like I was assisting, I was working here and there. Like I wasn't booked at all. You know, I had like a client or two you know, during the week or whatever. And it was discouraging in the beginning, like very to the point where I was like, 
I don't know if I want to do this. This isn't going to pay me bills. Just so many things in the back of your head that you don't really prepare yourself for. And I think it's easy to like compare yourself to on social media with people like, oh, I should be doing hair like this. But it's like, no, you just started. You need to calm down, you know? And now today I feel like I'm I'm busy and I, don't, I feel like I'm always working. And I have to remember like that's literally what I prayed for, to have a clientele. And I remember at the beginning, you also shared that being someone who was used to working, you had to have the hard conversation and sit down with your husband and say like school's gonna take me this long like this is gonna be a shift for me and kind of really being vulnerable there before you you know you guys were married and stuff too but you, nevertheless you had to have that conversation right even though you said it was weird in a sense I definitely had to just you know have that talk I mean I I worked full-time so me leaving a job was like you know, that's no income at all for me. And I had a kid too. So that was definitely a conversation we had to have before I made that choice. It was rough. You know, I think it's like we were going through a pandemic and like, oh my gosh, nobody was working and, you know, people need money to survive. It worked out though. It really did. I think it all works itself out. Like once you look back, I'm just blessed that I was able to, I guess, to do that. So John pulled us through. We pulled through for like a year, probably a little bit more than that. But I mean, I guess that's what we're supposed to do, right? For each other. So and fast forwarding to now, like, how does how do things look on the back end? Like, it's all nice and fun to do what you went to school for, which is to be a hairstylist, but you didn't go to school to keep track of your expenses and stuff like that. How has stepping into that been for you as a business owner? I think that's something that not really talked about or shown because I mean yeah you only see like the, the good stuff on social media or the the glam stuff of the hair being done but being like a hairstylist is it's tough it's not all glamorous and you know it's a lot of work and it's a lot of on your feet and it's a hustle for sure keeping track of expenses it's definitely you got to make sure you're making out what do you feel like has been your biggest challenge becoming a hairstylist time management for sure because I think I got used to in the beginning like oh my gosh like cool like I'm finally booking or like I have the clientele's like there you know but for me it's hard to say no and you need to just remember boundaries and remember that I have a family and I have a son at home because I think the hardest thing for me is finding balance being a mom and being a hairstylist and what has been the most enjoyable thing so far? I think just the journey too. Like I look back and I'm like, wow, like one year has passed and I've learned so much in one year, more than I thought I would have learned, honestly. For me, I'm passionate about hair. Just to see people after, you know, to see how they feel, to see how they smile, to see like the experience of the service you're able to offer and how it enhances somebody's confidence. Yes, that with the journey. And you mentioned being able to assist. I know not a lot of people have that opportunity after and you've even had experience like being a receptionist and stuff like that. Like what piece of advice would you have for someone who plans to make some sort of shift, even if it's not becoming a hairstylist, but who finds themselves at their nine to five, like you 
going on, you know, their fifth year or their 10th year or even second year. And it's just like, I hate what I do. I'm like late to work every day. And I, you know, just don't want to be here. And they're just not willing to take that step or bet on themselves. Like, what would you say to them? I would say if they're truly not happy and they they know there's something out there that they would love to do, like hair, nails, I don't know, eyelashes has become very popular, um, or just anything, just to take the risk. I mean, I think that's the beauty in it, that, you know, you just got to take the risk because I think for a lot of people, and for me, I could say that I was comfortable and I was scared of the unknown of me leaving my job and me not having an income and me not knowing if even like that I would be successful in this business. That's all scary. But I feel like if you have like people around you that are supportive and will encourage you, I think that's enough. And speaking of being uncomfortable, how uncomfortable has the process been for you? I feel like uncomfortable, being uncomfortable is where growth is. Because trust me, I was uncomfortable in so many situations with so many clients, but I never showed it to them because you just can't, you gotta, you gotta just kind of fake it till you make it in a way. Like you, you know, the concept, you know, you just got to figure it out. And I learned so much that way. Like so many times where I was just like, crap, how am I, how am I going to do this? How am I going to place this? How am I going to figure it out? And some way you do, or maybe you don't. And then you, you know, just not to do that next time, you know, being uncomfortable helps you to grow in ways that you don't even expect sometimes. Yes. Making an appearance and she woke up. So yeah. how does it feel to finally be in a salon after you went through all that schooling and even the experience of taking your test for the board and getting your license I don't know like I know it's it's always what I've wanted you know but definitely like I said in the beginning like I sometimes I look back and I'm like wow I prayed for this moment or like you know because I I did like there would be times I'm like gosh like god like just I don't know like I can't like I just hope that I'm busy like soon or like I just pray that I have the right clientele that comes to me or that I can find a salon like that I love or you know just all those things that like I've literally prayed for like they've happened and then I just have to remember that like you just got to trust I don't know you got to trust in the Lord and it's gonna happen on his timing because a lot of the time I wanted it to be my timing and I struggled with that too because it's like why isn't it happening yet why isn't it happening yet like it needs to happen now or whatever. And it's like, no, it's not going to happen on my time. It's going to happen on this timing. So patience um, is definitely something I've learned throughout this whole journey for sure. Because like I said, there was times where like I wanted to give up to just throw in the towel and be like, you know what? I'll just go back to a nine to five. Like this isn't going to work for me. Like I don't have time to wait. Like I have bills. I need, I need it now, you know? And there was people like people like my sister, like um, Jade that I used to work with. They'd be like, no, Lynette, you're built for this. Like, this is like, you are meant to do this. Like, you just need to stick it out. Like those people that kept me like level-headed, like 
just stick it out. It's, it'll be worth it. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day. I know you just got off of work and hopped right on here. Aria needs to get back to bed. So I'm going <laughs> to put her down before I close. Is there anything that you want to touch on before I wrap things up? So if you're in the OC area or borderline Corona, I'm literally right there. With that being said, guys, just remember to bet on yourself and know that if it's something that you want to do, it's worth pursuing it if you're willing to be uncomfortable and make the sacrifice. That's a wrap. <laughs>